Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. Thank you for tuning in today to our boardroom board chat. chat. Hallelujah. I <laughs> hope you're enjoying really these love things. love these times where we get yeah. to connect, connect with you guys. I know that a lot of you write in, they feel like you're right there at, at the table, and we feel like you are. And if you notice, I'm sounding a lot better. You are. Because I got out of the hairspray shot. <laughs> Last week when you heard, saw that boardroom chat, I went in the cat and she's doing all this. For the, and the, I said, spray the hair, woman, you're missing the hair. And it had gotten my nose. And I think there was something I'm allergic to in, in that hairspray stuff. Well, that ought to teach you. Stay, I said, I stay ain't going back. I learned once. I ain't, I ain't I keep going telling back. them, stay out of my space. I said, stay out of that space, in man. Fact, if I, and I tell but them let this. me just ask you, why do y'all spray the air? Why don't you just spray the hair? Why do you worry about that? I don't know. Actually, <laughs> so, you, I don't get, so I don't get my nose clogged that's up. That's because why I, you're not supposed to be there. Well, what that's what happens I when paid you're in for the, the bathroom. I paid the for the uh, the, the hairspray. That doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> I understand. It's my space. It's my space. <laughs> I've been there. Wait till I'm done, and I can. So you kind of like Mr. T. I pity the fool who tried to take what I got, right? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Praise <laughs> God. Hallelujah. We're having a good time today. If you got your Bibles, let's get spiritual, okay? Praise yeah, God. Yeah, that's I what we want to I want you to go to the do. book of Acts, chapter. 18. You get to study the Word of God again together I want to ask, with you. Yeah, I want to ask you a question because it, 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 a lot of people think this is very controversial. Some people have separated it from the normal denominational, non-denominational, interdenominational, and they said it, it, that goes more over into the independent side. And you'll know what I'm talking I about in a few minutes. I have no idea right where now. I'm going. That's what it's, Hallelujah. He likes to start I, I like to letting me know. Anything. In the book of Acts, in the book of chapter Acts. 18, chapter, I want to start I didn't reading. I that. Chapter 18. With verse, oh, 24. And a certain Jew named okay. Apollos, okay. born Alexandria, an eloquent man, so he's brilliant, and mighty in the scriptures, smart as a whip, 24. came to Ephesus. Hmm. Verse 25. The man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the spirit, hmm. he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. Mm -hmm. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him into them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly right. or more maturely. Completely, too, is another word. And when he was deposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote exhorting the disciples to receive him, mm. who when he was come, helped them much which had believed through grace. For he, for he mightily convinced the Jews and that publicly showing by the scripture that Jesus was the Christ. Mm. Now, this guy could talk. Apollos. This guy was homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical, theological. He was brilliant, sharp, but he wasn't matured. He was a fervent in spirit, but in a more perfect way. And I, that's why I want to get to it. I want you to listen to it. Now, Acts chapter 19, mm. verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? And they said unto John's baptism. Then said John, John, then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Subsequent to salvation. Right. I'm not going to fight you doctrinally. But watch this, fervent in spirit. He knows Jesus. He's born again, this Apollos guy. Right. He's eloquent. He's getting people saved. My Lord, he can convince people because of his fervency in spirit, and his understanding of scripture, but he lackest thou one thing. Mm -hmm. And Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Mm -hmm. So this is subsequent. Verse six, and when Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. And all the men were about 12. I want to talk about that because this has been a very controversial thing for, for 2,000 years. Some people say being filled with the Spirit or being, speaking in tongues is of the devil. I've heard that many, many times. You know, and I've been preaching 46 years. And some people still believe that. What I want to know 
And Kathy, you knew me before I was saved. Was I a devil? Was I a good heathen? <laughs> Let's just be honest it, here. Yeah. I was a very you good heathen. You didn't speak in tongues. <laughs> no. I spoke, spoke I cursed every, other every other word. I was a heathen. Yeah. You didn't I was have full a of the language. devil. Right. I didn't care about nobody but myself. Selfish. Could be mean as a snake. All my friends were like the same, but none of my friends spoke in tongues. Mm. You see, ladies and gentlemen, if it was of the devil, Jesse Duplantis would have found it. Mm -hmm. But then I went to church and I got saved. I became fervent in spirit. Yes. Ooh, man, I could, I could talk. I didn't know much about Jesus, but I could talk and convince you that Jesus was the Christ. Yes. No, no, I'm not comparing myself to that Apollos. That was even before you got born again. Well, I, mean, no, I mean, before no. you got filled with the Holy Ghost. That's right. That's what, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm leading up to. Mm -hmm. See, I could, I, could, I could convince you that Jesus was the Christ. Because he was alive. Even the Jews, because I was fervent, and it was just, it was, it was emanating out of me. It was like, I'm like a volcano, you know, coming out of it. But then Kathy had the great idea to get me filled with the Holy Ghost, which turned out to be, it would make a good variety show. I, I many attempts. Remember the first time I had you. So she chair. said what she said. What Paul said, Jesse, since you believe, have you, you received see. the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues? Now I'm not going to fight you on doctrine here. We got some people say you can receive the Holy Ghost without tongues and this and that. But the reason why I love the tongues, the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. And there's a difference between a message in tongues and interpretations and then being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost is it's a language that the devil can't understand. And you can't either. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because Satan is spiritually dead. And people that understand these tongues are spiritually alive. They got something, something greater. And what happens, if you notice uh, in the upper room, before they went in there to be filled with the Holy Ghost with tongues of fire, God spoke Whoo, fervently. They were scared. They were hiding, even though they got born again because Jesus breathed upon them to receive the Holy yes, Spirit. Fervent in, in spirit. 20, I'm telling you, man, it was powerful, but yeah. something it was real about this. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, today, we needed to do a boardroom chapel, a boardroom chapel. This is real today. Yes. Now, my problem, I want to get into the, the funny part of it, was I tried to think the Holy Ghost. How can you speak in tongues when you don't know how? See, I was intellectual in my thinking. I was like Apollos. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I mean, I know how to get saved now. Believe in my heart, confess with my mouth. Jesus rose, but rose from the dead. Yeah, but now we're going to lay hands on you and we're going to pray and you're going to be filled with the baptism. I was willing. Yes, you were. But I just couldn't get it. <laughs> so they'd say, start, I'd be praying, and they'd say, well, start praising the Lord. So I was praising English, the language I knew. Father, I thank you, I bless you, I holy. They said, now stop talking, now quit speaking in English and spray in tongues. Well, I'd stop talking, because I didn't know how to spray in tongues. I was trying to think, well, what's the message? I mean, well, I, 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 you know, I couldn't get it. I and you that, got so mad at me because well, I wouldn't get it. that day, we weren't in church, <laughs> we were in a house. We were at his sister's, half-sister's house there in Indiana or somewhere. Right. And uh, we, all three of us, me, his sister, and her husband, were filled with the Spirit. We were born again and, and filled with the Spirit and with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And we knew Jesse needed this. And so, <laughs> they always knew it what the, I needed. It was in the Bible. Y'all still I, like that, I knew that because that's what empowered me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I remember I got born again watching Billy Graham on TV. We've talked about that on the chat before. But there came a time where I felt in my spirit, my spirit was yearning for more. I knew I needed more empowerment to... I guess, believe for you to get born again. or the, That was just the growth. I needed to grow to that. Right. And I remember telling you, Jesse, I need more. And you must have heard about it from your mother or different things because you had more experience in the gospel than I did in, in church. Your parents drug you to church. Like you say, you had a drug problem. Uh, as a oh, yeah. I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. Well, you knew about the Holy Spirit, which I didn't even know about. I was kind of like these people. I didn't even know there was such a thing as the Holy Ghost. When you told me that, I said, what is that? And so, Well, I always heard of Casper, the friendly ghost, but I never <laughs> heard of the Holy Ghost until Mama said the Holy Ghost. Yeah. But I thought Mama was nuts. I can say that now because she's in heaven. I said, oh, this, this is nuts. I mean. But yet you, know. you still told me that's what well, I needed. And so well, I called that's because Mama said it. I didn't think Mama 
would lie to Mama's me. Mama's right. Mama was right. Mama was right. I told her, well, what happened was Kathy, she was struggling. Listen to me, I'm a heathen from hell. You understand? And she said, you know, I just don't feel it. I said, the reason why you don't feel it, girl, and I was making fun of the preacher, is because you need the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Now, I'm laughing. I'm he thinking this is so funny. He was repeating something he had heard as My a mama kid, said. I was just. his mother said. But God was using But you that caught that. You went, what Holy Ghost? Crazy man. What you talking about, Jesse? What you talking about? And Kathy I heard about flew. It. She said, I'm yeah. going home. I didn't know what she was well, going home for. I called your mother. Yes. And she told me about a revival that was going on in that town and that I needed to fly down and go to church with her because I was going to receive the Holy Spirit. So I cost me $450 for Kathy to get the Holy Ghost. I'll never forget that. I paid for we that. We were in a little tiny ticket. church. <laughs> That you always got to go back to that. Yeah, I got to get the because I want to make it real. It's this real, woman folks. leaves just like the disciples, a timid, uh, didn't say too much. She loved Jesus, fervent spirit about her a confession of Christ. Two weeks later, meet me in Chicago. I'm going to get to that point, then we're going to deal with this. All of a sudden, by then, I'm waiting there at the gate. Here comes Kathy off the plane in Chicago. Looks at me, she said, you in trouble, baby. That's right. I got it. I got the power. <laughs> I got the power. I said, you got the, I done forgot about the Holy Ghost stuff. I, yeah. You got the power. She said, I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I done put I the see. crosshairs on you. <laughs> My God. And I thought, oh, gee. I thought it was a joke. That's I thought true. it was trying to be fun, you know, right. be funny. But you took it serious. Now, I go did. ahead. Go ahead and finish your, your statement. My statement? Did you not forget? No, I didn't forget. <laughs> okay. But it, our stories are so intertwined. It's, mm -hmm. you know, but my life was, uh, I love God with all my heart. I'd read the word much, and I had just been born again maybe about a year and a half. And then I knew I needed more. I remember going into that the church service that day, and they were, the pastor preached or, or introduced the evangelist. There was a guest evangelist there that day. And uh, I remember going to the front when he called people forward that needed to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I went, I was one of the first ones in the line. There was probably about 12 of us. And then I remember when he laid hands on me, I instantly began to be speaking another language. And I had a, the power of God came upon me. And you didn't me. know how to speak in any other I language. I had never spoken in any other language. I took French in high school. <laughs> I can conjugate the verbs, you know. She's sweet, Kathy. Anyway, uh, I knew a few words, but... I didn't have, this was something so real and so powerful. I remember what being there. What did it feel there, like? I remember, it was like, almost like a, I was looking at myself. I mean, I could hear. Was it like my, a rush? You know, I, I was a drug head. Man, no, no, I never was, had a rush. You never had a rush. I wasn't a druggie. No, you weren't a but druggie. But I experienced the, the overwhelming well, power but, of God, and I began to speak. Another, and I could hear this person scream. I know this sounds funny, but I mean, I could hear someone in the room screaming. After a while, I realized it was me. There was such <laughs> an amazing release of God's power from deep within That's what that I, mean I began to speak. And I, don't, I know that I was declaring and speaking in things that needed to be said for my own life. I found, you know, this is what happens. They say when they heard the people speaking in tongues, oh, yeah. they were declaring the wonderful works of God. That happened on the day of Pentecost. But that also is what happened. The Holy Spirit can't contain, that's just what his, out, the outflow of the Holy Spirit is to declare and glorify God. And I believe that's what I was doing that day. And it was energizing me. It was strengthening me. And it was building me up. And I was so supernaturally you, you could feel it coming changed. from way down low, in a sense? I'm trying to get to the normal part of this, the natural thing, like a rush. It's not normal. No, I know no it's way. not normal, Nowhere but I'm saying <laughs> for people that don't have this. <laughs> it was supernatural. Catholic, okay. For people that don't have this, they thinking like I thought before I got there. Well, how do you feel this? What is this? That's what I'm trying to get to you there. Yeah. And it was like, well, I call it a rush because that's, well, that's the generation I was raised. It was, well, let me make it simple. It's when you fell in love with me, you had a rush. <laughs> you just couldn't help yourself. It what? just come upon you. Praise God. <laughs> Kathy says I'm a legend in my own mind. <laughs> I'm trying to not make it funny. What I'm trying to say is I was trying to do what some of these people are saying. Wait a minute, but uh, I, I love Jesus. I'm saved, but how do I get this? Because yes. I find, and I hate to say this, a lot of Pentecostal people made it hard to get Well, the you know, Holy the Ghost. key is there in a phrase... And it says, receive ye the Holy Spirit. That's the words, receive it. So the person proclaiming it says, receive it. Yeah. And that person who's on the other end of it has to accept it. And receive means take it. I received it. I mean, it's like if someone wants to give you a gift, right. your arms are just down and you're looking around, you're ignoring it. You'll never get that gift. Right. But well, I, my heart was open to receive. And I said, Lord, whatever it is, I want everything you have. Yeah, but see, I took away all the limitations, all the, the restrictions, because I wanted everything that God had for me that day. 
When, I came expecting, and okay. that's part of it. Okay, when, when you were about ready to receive, was, did someone talk to y'all about how to receive Not it? Not at all. Not, Not at really. all. See, I they told me that. to get it, but didn't, didn't tell me how to receive it. Kathy didn't to be told how to receive it, but Kathy was way more tender than I was. I was intellectual in my quote, quote, religiosity. Even though I was born again, I was trying, wait a minute, you how, how, you, to, uh, how you figure this thing out? I was rationalized. And that's what I was trying to get. To. I wasn't just trying to make it funny. I wanted to know how you felt, what's going on. And I'm pretty sure that Apollos probably had the same thing. Eloquent speech, powerful. Well, I know yeah, the, how, those how people. Do you, how do you get this? Also, those people that were in the upper room didn't know what to expect. I mean, they were gathered there. Oh, Jesus man. told them to go and tarry. There was 120 people there, men and women, not just those disciples. And they were waiting in that room, tarrying, praying, interceding, doing what Amen. they knew to do. And then at that moment, the Holy Spirit, that was the day of Pentecost. It was 50 days after Jesus' resurrection. The day of Pentecost was there. And that was the evidence of God's presence in the earth. And it was like fire came down from heaven into that room. And all of them, the Bible says, began to speak in an unknown tongue, a language they didn't ever, they didn't learn in the natural, but they began to speak and declare the wonderful works of God. And the Bible talks about there were people gathered there in Jerusalem that day from every nation under heaven, and they heard. They now, heard see, it. I don't know if, if the languages they spoke particularly were those languages. I've often thought that. I think so. But I've recently talked about how it was a miracle in the hearing as well. They began to hear those supernatural, it may have been a heavenly language, but they understood that heavenly language in their own in their own natural tongue. Why did you scream? You want me to tell you why? Go ahead. The Holy Ghost is very loud. Oh, yeah. And suddenly there's a sound, a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Right. Now, a rushing mighty wind, we just came through Hurricane Ida last year, uh, uh, and that was a rushing mighty wind. And the Bible said it filled the house. Rushing, and when it, not a Russian. Uh, yeah, rushing. rushing. Yeah, whatever. You know, praise God. <laughs> loud, loud, loud. See what I'm saying? Well, I find when I got born again, it wasn't loud. It was more of an inward thing. When you receive the baptism, it's more of an outward thing. Let me make this simple for you in your intellect. See, when you get born again, oh, Jesus, so wonderful, blessed. You just, he just pours a bucket of love all over you, and it's just wonderful. But when you get the Holy Ghost, comes out. It's, it's an inward thing it's to be born again. An it's outward an immersion thing. into his presence. just comes out, man. And, and, and what it happened was, and I believe that's what happened to Apollos. And Apollos probably thinking, I ain't never heard of way with it. And uh, because he was trying to find that in scripture, but God was about ready to do something. Now what the church world has done for 2,000 years is try to deny that that, uh, that that exists today. That was only for the apostles. And that time is gone. They said miracles. And, they, and Paul said, I speak in more tongues than all you. And you know, we can get into a doctrinal dispute right and there. And Paul wasn't one of those 120 in that upper room. Right, For those no. of you that are maybe new to the scriptures, but he came later. What gave you the power to combat me <laughs> was the Holy Ghost. And I just... Uh, I needed reinforcements. She needed reinforcement. Sure. <laughs> and that's why Mama said, you get on this plane, you fly to New Orleans because you're going to get this Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. now, when I, and th now, all of a sudden, this very timid girl that wouldn't say three words to nobody, she talked to me, but she wouldn't talk to anybody, became very bold and uh, in, not only in her face, she was bold about salvation, but not in other things. She just became bold all the way around, did the whole 360 degrees, circling. And I realized this is what we're trying to tell you to do. See, and when you get so full of this, like when Satan tries to attack you, Man, I'm going to tell you, that Holy Ghost is not, You can pray in the Holy Ghost building up your ho most holy faith. Mm -hmm. So some, maybe sometimes you get up and you ain't feeling right, for lack of a better way to say it. You're kind of down, your faith. Never, start praying in the Holy Ghost, and all of a sudden you get, I mean, you get a rush. Something begins to happen. Remember, when you got born again, it's an inward thing. When you get filled with the baptism, it's an outward thing, an expression of flowing out. Now, I've had so many people say, well, I don't believe that. That's why you're not getting it. Oh, I, I, I try to make it work. That was my problem. Until one day, and everybody knows this story, a cross-eyed preacher came to town. Mm -hmm. And a wonderful man. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't tell if he was looking at me or not because his eyes are pretty cross. <laughs> and he asked me, would you like to get the Holy Ghost? And I had tried several times, and I was aggravated. I said, if this is a gift, this is the hardest gift I ever got in my life. I ain't doing it. I say, Kathy, maybe it's for everybody, but uh, maybe it's not for me. I'll stay saved. That's not the issue. But I mean, and what he did before I had time to think, to rationalize, mm. 
Brother Wallace Key, I'll never forget him. What a precious man mm -hmm. in heaven today. Put his hand on my head, and you know, well, he actually put his hand on my head, and I thought, but he, his hand was going to miss my head because I thought he must be seeing two heads, you know, because he's so cross. He so I just did this, and I was kind of funny. I was thinking, this guy, you know, he can't see. But, it's, but I didn't have my mind to rationalize. And when it hit me, hmm. the rush came. That's about the best way I can say it. I could hear myself speaking in tongues. Hmm. I thought, wow. Now watch this, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to make this simple so you can understand. I could, I was like, the best way to say it, it was like, here I am, and then here, Jesse, I'm right over here like where my hand is. And I could hear myself just, I thought, wow, wow. And boy, I was being flooded with power. And it made the love of God in me bigger. Hmm. No, it made my salvation stronger. Whoa, my fervent in spirit got more fervent. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, and I thought, Jesus, what's happening? And I was filled from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, and it exited out of my mouth. Hmm. Then, then, watch this. I went back to my seat after, I guess, 30 minutes or something like that. Mm -hmm. And when it was time to dismiss the service, this was unique. I'm telling you my experience. Hey, he said, everybody stand up. We're going to dismiss. And you know how people say, Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord you know, uh, plead the blood of Jesus, whatever they got to say. And I, I was going to pray. I said, Lord, I just thank you. But I didn't say it in English. It came out in tongues again. Wow. The tongues came out again. Hmm. Why were we dismissing the chat? I thought, my God, what is this? And I could feel this. I would stop it, but I could feel it. And oh, I, till today, I start praying in English, and I wind up in the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. Yes, you understand what I'm? Oh, I'm yeah. trying to make this simple for That's people so good. they can understand where we're going here. You know, the people receive the Holy Spirit in a lot of different ways. You you see different examples in the Scriptures. Yours was different than mine. I received uh, instantly. You had several instances where you went up to the altar to try to oh, receive it. And it you, was frustrating. You went back to your seat frustrated. The very oh. first attempt that I had with it, I received it, and I spoke fluently for hours. And, uh, and it totally transformed my life. But then I was reading in the scripture, you know, when Peter was sent to the house of Cornelius, right. who was a Gentile, at that point in the book of Acts, it talks about how he went there because the Holy Spirit, well, ain't, that connected them together. He came and, he, and Cornelius said this, I want, he says, I, I want to hear words from you. God, yeah. the Holy Spirit, the angel, I think, spoke yeah. to Cornelius and said, said, he will come and he will speak words to you. And while Peter was speaking these words, the Bible talks about how they, they, those people that were gathered in that room, Cornelius had gathered his, all his family mm -hmm. there. They began to speak with tongues instantly while those words were being spoken. So I'm believing while we're speaking here today, while we're declaring these truths oh, about the Holy God. Spirit, Thank I believe you, that you can, you're even, some of you are already even speaking with tongues even now. We want to hear your testimony. Thank you, Share Lord. and let us know that we believe that the Holy Spirit yeah. is being poured out across this camera, touching you because you need to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to be victorious in your life, to speak things Hallelujah, that need Lord. to be declared in your life. Yeah. And that's what happened to us. God used the hey. Holy Spirit to speak things in our own life. We didn't even know sometimes what those things were being said. Hold but on. other times... I know when I've spoken tongues, God has given me the understanding, and I was able to interpret my own tongue. Let, let me, let me interrupt praying. you right I believe some preachers and people saying that don't believe this stuff. See, Peter learned something that day, too. Now, Peter was the head apostle. He said, this ain't supposed to happen. Uh -huh. He even had to explain it to the church in Jerusalem. That's all right. the he said, wait, this, there, this is our what gift. Happened. This doesn't go to the Gentiles. He so he was thinking that's not for no them. There's no exclusivity this though is, in the this, this is exclusive for us. No. So some of you that believe I shouldn't have this, and I believe you, 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 you're standing in Peter's shoes right now. Mm -hmm. You're thinking, wait, 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 but you're sensing something, Kathy's saying something, I'm saying something's happening here because it's a gift for you. Mm -hmm. Because you're a good man, you're a good woman, you know how to preach, you fervent in spirit, and what, now you need that power. Yes. Because you know what? <laughs> cancer don't care who your cancer killed you. Mm -hmm. But you can get filled with the Holy Ghost when it's coming out and the, and the power of laying on of hands that you begin to release that power. The gifts. And just destroy them, cancer Ghost. cells exactly. and things of that nature. Not that you can't be healed uh, if you wasn't filled with the Holy Ghost, but it's faster. Yeah. It just, whoo, it just comes out and something happens. You see what I'm it. saying? But it. Peter, 
was taught something. To, wait a minute, this is not supposed to be for you guys. Yeah. This is supposed to be for, and it took a Gentile guy, Cornelius. Yes. All he wanted, he was, he was like Kathy. He read it. Yeah. She spoke in tongues. Me, I'm like Peter. Wait, 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 wait a minute. This ain't supposed to be for me. And, uh, you know, we got to figure this thing out here and all that kind of You see the difference? But, I mean, Kathy was like Cornelius. Just lay it on my son, and bam, she hits it. Mm -hmm. Now, once I received this, it's subsequent to salvation. Right. Now, I know I'm beginning to a doctrinal thing with people, but they'll probably write comments about that. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm just telling you, you need more power in this life. This, uh, this crazy world is so full of sin, sickness, and disease. The whole world is so afraid of a virus they can't see mm -hmm. called a COVID. Everybody don't know what to do. They're rushing for tests to do the tests, and they don't know if the tests are positive, negative. They, they, uh, you, they, it could be. It could not be. You test positive on one the same day. You test negative on another. Nobody knows what to do. You had to be 10 days now, the, the quarantine. Now you got to be down to five days. And now you can you know, keep up with all, I mean, all the stuff. Nobody knows what's happening. But when you got the Holy Ghost. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. This is going to help you figure out all this chaos. In fact, Jesus said he, when he was about to go to the cross, he told his disciples, he says, it's a, to your advantage that I go away. Because if I go away, I'm going to send to you another comforter. That's right. One who will, will reveal things to you. Oh, he says he he'll only say what the Father says. He'll, he's the spirit of truth and he will reveal things to come. He can show you that next step. Maybe you're at a place yeah. where you don't, at a crossroads, you don't know what that next step is. Well, you can rely upon the Holy Spirit well, and, and you could actually pray in the Holy Spirit and he will help you to know that next step. Well, well, the people that don't believe this, this is why when you go to some of these charismatic places and these churches, they're all loud and everything because they so, they, this thing is so explosive that even quiet people get loud. <laughs> you know? And they don't mean to be loud. It's just so explosive to the point that you need that so you can be healed, touched, and blessed. And all of a sudden you go, wait a minute. If Jesus get healed, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why That's wouldn't right. he do it today? Right. And I want to tell you something. It also opens your mind to expound the scriptures better. That's Unless okay. you get, become so indoctrinated mm -hmm. that if you don't do it my way, it's the highway and all that kind of craziness. Well, that's not the spirit of God. That's flesh there. Right. You see what I'm saying? I don't have to understand something completely to accept it. I don't know how an internal combustion engine works. But that doesn't stop me from buying a car. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know how that happens. I mean, that's a pretty good uh, invention to make, make that thing happen there with, you know, with Henry Ford and all mm -hmm. the different people, all the different things of that nature. But you know what? I can experience it, see? Right. Now, what, what Kathy was trying to do is to get me to experience it. And, uh, but I, I didn't know how, I couldn't receive from her, not because she was Kathy or what, because, well, I'm going to just be honest, you weren't explaining it right. Because my natural mind, you were just saying, receive it. Why can't you just receive it like well, I received because it? Because that was my experience. But it that was, was easy. your experience, right? But you had and a different that You weren't journey. doing wrong. But me, I'm on another. I'm on a. I'm on another track on another train, trying to figure this thing out. When my figuring was messing up everything. Yeah, you know what I was just thinking about, and uh, I'd love for you to share this story yeah. about your water. father. You know, your father yeah. was a total heathen. He never even heard of the name never of, heard Jesus of Jesus as an adult. He's driving in the car with his. A friend well, my, who was no. your, his future. Yeah, well, he wasn't, was my, my he married to you? I don't think he was married to your mother at that no, time. No, my Maybe uncle he Dennis was. was my mother's brother. My dad was a musician, and so was my uncle Dennis. He and they, play the bass they were friends. And so they, they were, were driving friends. along in a car, and he's, your uncle Dennis was Catholic. And the tradition of the Catholic, Everybody's Catholic. is in, in that in South Louisiana, yes. But they were, the tradition is that when you drive past the Catholic church, you make the sign of the cross in honor of the cross and the sure. church that's there. And so your dad sees them. And he says, what did you do that? What was yeah, that about? My dad was sitting, He'd he never saw, seen anyone he do saw, that. He, he saw Uncle Dennis go like that. He said, what you doing? He said, I'm making a sign of the cross. My dad said, what cross? What cross? He said, the cross that Jesus died on. a total heathen. Who's Jesus? <laughs> never went to church. My grandfather, nah, none of that. My daddy was raised up in Bayou Salé, which is uh, close to Franklin, Louisiana. South and, Louisiana. And I mean, my grandpa was a total heathen, man. My grandmother, my dad, was the first one to get born again. She was about four foot ten, four foot, no, four <laughs> foot nine. She's little, Lord Jesus. But boy, she came back like a powerhouse. She got filled with the Holy Ghost by Mike Murdoch's father named John Murdoch. 
And we thought she done lost her mind. You're going to leave the mother church? But this must crazy? have been long after your dad got saved or something. No, no. What was it? No, this is, this, no. When uh, did she? My grandma got saved before. Your father's mother. Yeah, my, my father's mother. So watch this. So my uncle Dennis said, Which is your I made the sign brother. of the church. He said, what do you mean? He said, you never heard it. Straight. Yeah, I know how to keep it straight. Yeah, that was there. <laughs> you know? See, I know so, you do. I'm just hoping oh, yeah. that they do. But when you understand, dad didn't know anything about that. He had no, no, no concept of that whatsoever at all. No concept of salvation, much less being baptized with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. But then he gets saved. He and got born he got again. a supernatural conversion. Mm -hmm. Right? It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. I think he was blind. He was seeking My father, God. Well, let me explain. You can't just say blind. But my dad worked for Getty Oil Company, and he was on a, a, uh, he was a pumper, a gauger, which means these pipelines are, uh, is under very high pressure. And you go over there, and you read the meters of what's going through, and that's how you charge people, you know, or the companies, things mm -hmm. of that nature. And what happened was uh, a, a pipeline blew up and caustic soda Splashed hit him in the in face, hit face. him in the eyes. And, and burned uh, his eyes bur out. Burned his, uh, it's an acid kind of like stuff. Mm -hmm. And so you, it, my dad's in heaven now, but when you looked at his eye, pupils. Yeah. You <laughs> almost, you ever notice that a cat's pupils are straight instead of like this? Dad had them scars that looked like that, even though our pupils are round. In both eyes or just In both eyes. both eyes. And he was totally blind. They said he would never see again. And my dad never heard. Jeez. Were and you then, born at that time? Were you alive? Oh, yeah, I was, you, yeah, I was alive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't know. No, no, I was, I, was, I was flying around. No, but you <laughs> yeah. were like five or something. I, I don't, let me you? finish the story. This Forget is about important. me and me. I'm just talking about my dad. It's called dialogue. She, she doesn't know. Let me just, I'm there. She, well, <laughs> she's trying to fill in the blanks. Let me fill in the blanks. No, how old were you? No, I don't know yet. Okay. Let me just, I know, but I, that's not, that's that don't make no difference. My age don't mean nothing about this. Watch this. And dad remembered Uncle Dennis doing this, mm -hmm. this Jesus. And my dad said this, and he, he said he was crying. Now, my grandmother, my, mom, my dad's mama was at the house that night. So my mama, and we were all asleep. It was about 4 o'clock in the morning. My dad at one, about 1.32 o'clock, he said, ah, this Jesus that Dennis talked about, this is my Uncle Dennis. He was crying. He said, if you touch me and help me and heal me. He's, evidently, they must have had conversations about Jesus healing people. So I'm terrible. I, evidently, now he never told me that, but why would he pray that? Because he right. didn't know. And he fell off the sleep. Heard. He said he wet the sheets with his tears. My dad didn't cry. Hmm. See? So why? he woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning. And when he woke up, for, now, you know, he's blind. You know? He looks and he goes, and the uh, room was, had a wallpaper with little flowers on it, yellow flowers mm -hmm. on it. And, and then he did this, and he could see all the wallpaper, my dad. Mm -hmm. So he shook my mama, woke up. She, she said, what's wrong, Paul? She thought maybe she'd have to get him, get, help him go somewhere. Because, oh, man, he was struggling. He had me running. This. He said, my mama was named Velma. Velma, I can see. Mm -hmm. She said, see what? She said, I, you know, I can see. What do you mean you can see? I can see. Praise the Lord. I can see. I can see you. You have a yellow nightgown on. Mm -hmm. I can see. Well, Mama lost it. Well, when Mama hollered, Grandma, my Grandma DePlanter's got it. Mama, we called her Mama. She got it. And that was my dad's mom. You can see, Paul. What's this? That's a spoon. What's this? I mean, the place going crazy. Woke us all up. Mm -hmm. Of course. Going crazy. Of course. Now, my daddy got up. Nobody went to bed. I mean, he ate his breakfast and headed for a church. Mm -hmm. And he found the Baptist church. That's right. I love this story. Now, he found the Catholic. He, he stopped at the Catholic church. He did. The first one he ran into was the Baptist church. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the man led my daddy to the Lord. Yeah. Okay. He, he gave his testimony, I guess, to that. Gave man. his testimony. He said, man, the guy couldn't get over it. Now, if you look at my daddy, look at him real close, you have to see these people, you can see those scars. Well, he went back to work for getting all company, the whole ball of wax. I mean, and... Uh, to make a long story short, uh, mama got saved. Oh. Grandma started telling them, so y'all thought the reason why I'm trying to lead the church and all that is I got saved. But grandma had never seen nobody being baptized with the Holy Ghost. So the next week she got baptized with the Holy Ghost. She went to John Murdoch's church. That's Mike Murdoch's. But, uh, the next week, you know, I don't know why I'm telling you. I don't know what makes any difference, but she well, did. Well, I want you to get to the story of oh, how let me your get dad to... got filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that's where I'm getting to. This... That's where I'm getting It's to. a long story, but it's a good story. Yeah, we, we got time here. So <laughs> yeah, watch we that. Got time. So what happens is 
Boy, Dad started reading the Bible. I mean, he just, now what he did, oh, I thought we were going to have a divorce. He sat down and told my mama all the trash he did, all the running around he was doing, all this stuff. Mom wanted to kill him, you know, but she got born again. But he said, I got to tell you, I repented against God. I got to repent. I'm going to ask you to forgive me. He just did it. He just did it. And, you know, Mama said, man, since something changed, Paul, boy, I mean, my dad. And uh, anyway, so Mama forgave him because she said, well, Jesus can forgive uh, Paul, why can't I, why I, can I forgive him? him? Should I tell him one thing he did that was so impactful? No, no. We'll okay, <laughs> get us off you. the subject. No, oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It shows you how much she had to live through. Oh, yeah, my dad was <laughs> because pretty bad. Because when Jesse was born, okay, his hey, go mother ahead. was in the hospital, about ready to deliver Jesse. And uh, it was around noon because he said he's born hungry. At, at, anyway, 11.53. Okay. Well, <laughs> she looks out the window because in the old days, I guess, they didn't have air conditioning. But windows mm -hmm. open. She looks out. She sees her husband. My dad. Jesse's dad. Hugging and kissing on another woman. A woman on the street corner. On the street corner. Oh, and Mama went into total labor. That's when she went into labor. Mad as a upset, hornet. So and I came out screaming. And, and it was rough. So let's go back to the good stuff. Okay. Okay. Can you follow this? <laughs> now you can follow. <laughs> so what happened was my dad went out to work yeah. in Venice, Louisiana. This was after Down the peninsula. He said, born again. Brought his Bible. I mean, he would read a couple of scriptures. They had, what, they had what they call a little place where you could fill out your media. Uh, he was a gauge at a pump of the media reports, how much gas is going through those lines right. and oil and stuff like that. Well... Don Dad never heard of the Holy Ghost. He like a palace. Yeah. Because, see, the Baptist didn't believe in that. It's like the church at Ephesus. Yeah, the Baptist don't believe in that, right. so they don't preach that stuff. Right. Okay. So Daddy's sitting there, and he's filling out his meter reports. All of a sudden, he hears this. And he thought, my God, what's going on? And then when? Begin to, and, and it was, they call them a little doghouse. It wasn't Inside very big. Inside that building. Yeah, it looked about the size of an outhouse. It's a small. Yeah, well, you just, just enough to put a chair in there and a little small table you could fill out your media report if it was raining so you wouldn't right. Yeah. And he thought, my God, man, there's a storm. There's a tornado coming or something. So he stands up to, man, he go get out that house because it's not, you know, that ain't strong. Mm -hmm. Boom, he got hit with the wind. And the wind blew through him. Still inside that room. Building. In that thing. Blew through him. And he began to speak in tongues. He talks about how it came through the pores of his pores skin. Pores of his Same thing that happened to me when, I, uh, when, when, when the Lord blew them curtains on top, you oh, know, that yeah. 104 Hay Street. Yeah. Make a long story short, blowing through his skin. He's on. And he could hear himself speaking in tongues. Didn't know what he was doing. And anyway, he was about 4.30 in the morning. And he got off at 5, 5 well, 5.30. Well, man, he was just filled with the Holy Spirit. He was just speaking, just enjoying himself. <laughs> he got off work and went straight to the Baptist pastor. Woke him up. Mm -hmm. Got there at about quarter to six, straight there. Yeah. And said, told the Baptist pastor, and I love this Baptist mm -hmm. pastor. Now, I don't remember his name and didn't know him. Right. Uh, he says, uh, and normally, he, you know, they, they would have spoke against that. You some know, that's not, that's up the devil. Some do. Baptist people don't believe in that some stuff at all. still do. You know what he did? He opened his Bible to the, the Baptist pastor to the book of Acts chapter 2 and read. He said, Paul, did this happen this to you? this what happened to you? And dad said, yeah. Now, he didn't talk about the tongue of fire. Said, that's what happened to me. I don't know. What, what is that? He said, Paul, we don't know much about that. He said, but I know a man who does. And he sent my daddy, touching me when I think about yeah, it, yeah. to the First Assembly of God Church. In that area. What was that little In town? Venice. The Venice? First Assembly of God. To that pastor, he said, he will explain to you what happened. Daddy became a Pentecostal and didn't know it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, a Baptocostal. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, that's it. Well, my God, he... He, he wakes up the assembly God pastor. Yeah. Man, everybody's all excited and all that kind of Daddy comes home and tells mom what happened. She said, Paul. And he said, listen to this. And he began to speak in tongues. Mm. Wow. My mama said, well, how come I can't get that? He said, well, I don't know. He said, well, the preacher said we could. And mama busts out in tongues. Praise the Lord. This was just like, it was like the COVID. <laughs> Everybody was what being, well, not in a bad way, but Infectious. being, wait, no, exposed. Exposed. Let me, yeah, yeah, if you listen to your I'm husband, listening. he'll help you instead of freaking out here. It, you know, being exposed. And then the church world wanted to quarantine us. <laughs> See, I know where I'm going, Kathy. I know I, how to do I this. Got, I know I'm, how to I'm preach this gospel. Now. I'm with you They now. want to quarantine these crazy charismatic, these Pentecostals. Quarantine Isolate them. Get, Isolate them. Yeah, get, 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 get them away. Get them away. Else. Isolate them, you know, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> 
And brother, I'm not, it, it, it literally changed my mom and dad. Oh, yeah. And then my mother really began to study the Bible. She did. And that's when she found that you got the promise of your family down to a thousand generations. Mm -hmm. So that's when she began to tell me, it's your tough luck. You're born to me. You're getting saved whether you like it or not. Yeah, and the Holy Spirit began to open up the scriptures. It wasn't just words on a page. Mm -mm. It began to be a reality. Yeah, and it changed that's what life. I mean. So that's what happened to Paul. Apollos was a phenomenal man of God. I mean, right, he knew the scripture. Right. Can you imagine how he spoke after that? Oh, yeah. So I'm telling you, be filled with the Spirit of God. Yes. And don't do like me. Try to figure that thing out because it, it's going to frustrate the fire out of you, see? <laughs> and you see, like Kathy think I'm a, that I, I, I did a, made the Holy Ghost sound like the COVID. But what I was thinking was, no, it's not bad. What happened was, that's what they say. You're exposed. We got exposed to this. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and you then... You became a super spreader. <laughs> yeah, I became a super spreader. That's correct. Spreading the And God. then the, the church world, and the church the world today still Ghost. tries to uh, isolate us, mm -hmm. quarantine us. One of, the great, one of the greatest preachers I've ever heard, not heard physically, I've read his books, uh, they call him the greatest expositor, with G. Campbell Morgan, mm -hmm. the pastor in London. And yet he said, this filling of the Holy Ghost is a damnable doctrine. It's of the devil. And his problem was he was an Apollos, mm -hmm. learned in scriptures. Oh, I mean, I could learn from him when he would, uh, you know, I read his books and the different mm -hmm. things he did. But he, he didn't but, understand that that's not for today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I would never lie to any of you people. Mm -hmm. This is, is for today. Jesus, the same yesterday, yesterday, today, and forever, and he said, it's expedient that I go away. So why would he give this wonderful to gift to the disciples? Just to that yeah. generation. When we got the same devil fighting well, us that fought them. The following generation. Paul yeah. wasn't there. Part of, he wasn't the tw of the 12 disciples. Nope, he he was wasn't not. there in the upper room. But yeah. he later encountered Jesus on the Damascus Road. And he, God led him. Jesus told him to go and see this man, Ananias, was it? What's yeah. his name? And in uh, the to lay hands on, but it got them scales knocked off his eyes. Someone else prayed. Now, Ananias didn't want to go down there. Ananias said, "This guy's got power to kill me." Yeah, in the natural, that wasn't the thing to do. But the Holy Spirit <laughs> led and connected these two men together. I like what Ananias said because God had a plan. He had a supernatural yeah. plan. I like what Ananias said, "Brother Saul." Brother Saul. <laughs> but buddy, and, you talk about a powerhouse. Yeah. Now watch this. God saved Saul of Tarsus, made him Paul the Apostle, but he didn't change his personality. He was a tyrant before for the devil, and he became, ready for this? I'm ready. A pestilent fellow. That's a great mess. A pest. A real pest. Uh, what does that a mean? Reproach a Christian disease. disease. A reproach against Going sin. somewhere to infect someone. Yeah, you preached that message many years ago. In other words, exposed. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It was a real pest. So when the devil tries to use the COVID, I turn that COVID around and say, well, let me tell you something. I'm going to give you something better than a virus. I'm going to expose you to something that will knock out any virus. Right. Anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we, I wanted to talk about this today. Yeah, like Priscilla and Aquila did yeah. for Apollos. They explained the way to him more perfectly, yeah. more Maturely. completely, more maturely. Not that they're smarter. Because he was leaving out a very important part of, yeah. of, the, of the message of Jesus. Because even John the Baptist said, I baptize you with water, but there's one coming after me that's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. and fire. And that happened on the day of Pentecost, and it is still happening. Now, can I talk to the Pentecostals and to the Charismatics? Yeah. That Holy Spirit is called the Comforter. How come you're not in comfort? With, go ahead, you can answer me if you like. How come you're not in comfort? Why do you let religious bonds and chains bind you? Why are you not comfortable? How come you're not in comfort? Why do people get mad at me because I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out? All the Holy Spirit is doing is keeping me in comfort. That's right. Spiritually. Physically, financially. But you see, a lot of people want to get their two cents in mm. when we don't need your two cents. Right. What we need is accept this gift that God is saying. And it's Acts chapter 2. But I love how he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since, since you believed? You and, uh, you know, I'm not here to uh, become a theologian and try to change your way of thinking. I just want you to live better. I just want you to have more power. I want you to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. I want you to be able to do things you never thought you could do. And you got such a wonderfulness in your spirit and your heart. And I'll tell you what, I love the Baptist people. I preach in Baptist churches. Some don't believe in the, 
infilling of the Holy Ghost. Right. I preach in the Nazarene church. They believe in being filled with the Holy Ghost, but not speaking in tongues. With the evidence. Okay. Right. I mean, that's your business. Do what you want to do. The reason why I love speaking in tongues, because while I'm spraying in the Holy Ghost, I'm building up my most holy faith. And then the devil say, what he say? What he say? He don't know because he's spiritually dead. That's right. It's, a, that's it, right. It's, it's more than an experience. Let me say it again. When you get born again, it's an inward thing. Mm -hmm. My God, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, it's an outward thing. It, I hope I can explain that. It's an, it's an explosion. One way that I'm thinking about it, you know, there's a lot of different languages on the earth, mm -hmm. but heaven has its own language. Oh, yeah. And the Holy Spirit imparts that to us, and we're able to speak about heavenly things, even if we don't understand it in the natural this is a heavenly thing, and we should well, not put our, shouldn't criticize it. We should accept it because this is in the scriptures. My dad said this, and, and I wasn't there when this happened, that a preacher had come to their church that was Venice Full Gospel Temple. Mm -hmm. That's where dad went. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, the First Assembly of God, pastor left, mm -hmm. and um, I, I don't know if they closed that church now. Anyway, Dad wind up at Venice Full Gospel Temple. Okay. How that happened, I don't know. And Which uh, is a church that also believes in the manifestation yeah, of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, of the Holy Spirit. Now, watch this. This preacher came from Texas. Okay. Okay? And um, and he didn't know how. Uh, he, he loved the Cajun people. He didn't know anything about, you know, how to speak Cajun or anything of that nature or French. <laughs> and But he loved, and, and we really loved him. He said, let's just pray in the Holy Ghost here. This is this preacher. So everybody lift their hands up and start praying in the Holy Ghost. He said, the Lord has a message in tongues for us. Mm. Mess, uh, gift of tongues and interpretation. After they were praying in the Holy Ghost, yes. a message in tongues came out. Mm -hmm. And the man spoke in fluent French. And did not know French. Did right? not know one word of French. Cajun French? Cajun French, you know, it's the difference between Cajun There's French a big difference. and 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 and, and uh, Paris French. Paris French says "Comment allez-vous?" Cajun French says "Comment ça va?" You know, it's it's, it's the dialect, dialect, things of that nature. Right. So watch it. The church all stopped because they could already had the interpretation. They could many in the congregation spoke spoke the French. French. My French. dad spoke French. Right. Uh -huh. They all could speak French. My mother did, does too. And this guy couldn't speak one word of French, so they heard. This man praising God in French. Mm. So he stopped and he's waiting for the interpretation. And dad said, we got it, uh, uh, preacher. You just spoke in French. What? So that was a known language. That was a sign. I think it was a sign to them to know what is going mm -hmm. on here. Now, why did God do that? I don't know. I mean, God do whatever he want to do when he want to do it. He's God. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, and I feel so strong. You need to be filled with this thing. Uh, not this thing, this, this person, mm -hmm. this, when you say when you get saved, you have Jesus. When you get the Holy Ghost, he has you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just explode yourself all over. And let me tell you something about this Holy Spirit. He's, he's going to be in heaven too. He's on the earth now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're going to see him as he is. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be wonderful. And I believe many of you need to hear some of these stories, some of our relationship. And, is it real? But like I said, I, I had a hard time with it because I try to intellectualize this. I, I mean, I did. I mean, I thought... It's not a natural thing. You can't understand no. it with your natural mind. You it's have a to spiritual approach concept. it in the spirit. Uh, let me just say this for you that are born again and you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost. Approach this from your salvation point of view. Approach this from your spirit because you know Jesus Christ is Lord. I'll tell you one more story before we go off. I was preaching in a church in Lake Charles, Louisiana, actually in uh, Moss Bluff, which is a suburb of Lake Charles. This is many years ago. And a preacher came, um, and he was uh, the pastor of this big church there in Lake Charles. I'll keep his name private. This is many years ago. Well, I don't know. When you talk about people's lives, maybe you should keep the name sure. private. Sure. But he was sick, mm -hmm. sitting on the front row. Mm. So I, walk, he, I, I walked up to him, and he said, Brother Jesse, I'm Reverend so-and-so. I'm Dr. so-and-so. Mm. I'm the pastor. Of the, and it's the big, happened to be the biggest church in Lake Charles. Mm. How you doing? He said, I, I, I hear you on, is it K-A-J-N, K-J-A? The radio station, you K -A -J -N, were on that station. K-A-J-N, is that right? Cajun, Cajun talk and all that right, kind of stuff. Right, that's the first station you and, were on. And uh, I, I came to hear you in Still person. Still on it. He said, <laughs> now, he said, I know you're Pentecostal. In the, on and, the TV of it. He said, but I, 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 said, well, I said, you don't look very, 
how, how do you feel? So you don't look too good. He said, well, I'm sick, but you know, we don't believe in healing. That's not for today. Mm. I didn't argue with the man. No. He said, but I came and I thought, that's pretty nice of <laughs> this man to come when he's feeling bad, Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Jennifer's behind the camera, you know. <laughs> you know uh, he's feeling bad, he wanted to come here. I thought that was pretty nice. Well, man, I'm preaching up a storm and the Lord said, I want you to go, <coughs> excuse me, lay your hands on that man. I'm going to knock him down. I said, what are you going to knock him down for? Mm. He said, I'm going to heal him. I'm going to have to knock him down to heal him because he don't believe in that. <laughs> so I said, okay. I said, everybody stand to your feet. And I said, everybody lift your hands up. Let's just begin to praise the Lord. Well, most of that church, they start praying in the Holy Ghost. The man was very kind. He, lift his, he, he didn't lift his hands high. <laughs> like this. He had his head bowed. And I walked up to him. He didn't see me coming. And I, I, I barely touched him. Boom, he went out in the Holy Ghost. What I mean by that, he, he, fell, he fell in the spirit. Some people call it slain in the spirit. I don't like that word slain, you know. Yeah. But he, he fell. Now, what? He's on, he's on the ground. Look at me, y'all. Like yeah. this. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at him. And all of a sudden, he just opened his eyes and he looked at me and smiled. And then he realized he's on, a, he's on the floor. Boom, he just jumps up. And he looks at me. I said, how you feel, Reverend? How you feel, doctor? He went, I feel wonderful. My God, what happened? I said, you just got healed. Hmm. He said, but I, I, I didn't believe in healing. I said, well, you didn't have time to doubt. That must uh, have been the gift of faith on you Yeah, day. well, the Lord just told me to go do it, so I just did it. Mm -hmm. Now, watch that. I'm going to close this. I'm, I'm, going, I'm, I'm running out of time now. And I, said, I said, can I pray for you again? He said, yeah. <laughs> and I put my hands on Boom, he spoke in tongues. He, began, he got filled with the Holy Ghost and healed on the same surface. Wow. I mean, he spoke in tongues a good 25 minutes. And, and, and he was crying. This man was an intellectual, this man. And he says, hmm. oh, God, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I said, Reverend Doctor, you don't have to worry about that. The Holy Spirit will guide you. And I quoted St. John 16, 13. Hmm. How be it when the spirit Praise of truth has come, Amen. he will guide you in all, all truth. Because he knew he had to go back to his church. But if he went back to his church and preached it, they probably would expel him from it or whatever. He, ne he never did get expelled, let me just say that. But he, he did speak about he the Holy Ghost. He was a different man when he came back. To uh, he church, was a sure. totally different man. And the church loved it. And that church exploded in the Praise Holy Ghost God. too. Because that man, I said, just, and just let the Holy Ghost guide you on that. Don't just try to yeah. shove stuff down people's throats and all that kind of crazy thing. <laughs> and, just, and just do this. You know, mm -hmm. just let God bless you. So I'm going to end this with this. He said to them, have you received the Holy Ghost? Since you believed, I hope it was a good teaching for That's you. Right. We did a lot of uh, um, personal stories. Mm -hmm. and, and if you want to get filled with the Holy Ghost, remember Kathy's, uh, uh, she had it much easier. She just let it happen because she didn't fight it. Right. And I tell you, we'll be praying for you today to be filled with that spirit. That's right. You, you know, can still if, go to your church you go to. Well, the Bible promises us that it's a gift. It's for you. It's for your children and your children's yeah, it's, children. It's there You'll for find you. that in the scripture. Yeah. It's available. So until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. Thanks for watching today. We'll see you soon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.